0: they're all lost in the mists of the digital ether
1: hey speaking of educating the world it's just called it's just called two brothers hey very well how's it going hey?
0: i'm trying to reverse uh, well and good so so as to be delightfully ironic yes yes i'm sure as a middle-aged person everyone would find it uproarious delightful
1: (laughs) i mean just so so proud of the reverse irony
0: like every dad joke amusing only me
1: (laughs) as long as you get that sweet sweet eye roll (laughs) yes apparently mission accomplished it's
0: what people live for
1: My people. I well, mean, we'll find out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, my my uh, little one is not old enough to appreciate or depreciate dad jokes yet, so yeah. we'll see. She and I will be rolling together. Yeah, she's in the peekaboo phase <laughs> at this point. Um, well,
0: As soon they grow up
1: <laughs> and forget?
0: So, uh, if your face is gone, so
1: are you. <laughs> How's it going, eh? It's going okay. Good. No problemo. Good. The uh, the cat kept you awake.
0: Um, he has been being kind of a jerk. Uh, in the middle of the night, lately. Um, no, there was a cat. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. he's just—he's not normally like that as much. He—he mm-hmm. um, he just has his moments. I think we suspect he's into the food of the cat downstairs. I, you know, the the the, the downstairs bedroom, mm-hmm. and wants that food instead of his own food.
1: Hmm. See, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Right Insert there. clip of the everybody Th- wants to be a cat.
0: Everybody wants to be a cat because the cat's the only cat
1: who knows where is that. Tell me everybody's picking up on that feline beat Cause everything else is obsolete.
0: <laughs> so he he um isn't that cool? He's a little too needy. It's not <laughs> He's not as independent and freewheeling as those cats, but Yeah. <laughs> yeah still. He does what he wants, basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the bargain you make with a cat yeah
1: <laughs> um speaking of animals uh you listeners may notice that this is a very special podcast where i am recording outside <laughs> it's a lovely spring day it's Plus very it's windy Fool's too day, by, so... the, by the hearing of it yeah um hopefully the wind noise is uh is somewhat um yeah. eh, what's the word i want to say mitigated <laughs> somewhat mitigated by the uh pop filter i reinstalled on my boom mic can't you record a few uh, weeks. in
0: sort of that alcove on your porch
1: i can i choose not to i like being out here on the patio i've got a chair and a table mm-hmm. uh, they are portable so right. now that i let's start the show over while i move uh, my gear <laughs> <laughs> no, Welcome so, to so the desert
0: show everybody i i'm here on my <laughs> in my patio and it's nothing but sand and loco weed <laughs> if you can find, find it. That. Ins- yeah. yeah, yeah, that's Insert that's clip. really hard to find. So good luck. <laughs> I've looked. <laughs> I've tried to explain it. I've imitated um, it a thousand times. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, I'll I'll cut this part out if um if okay. I if I have to. But Fair enough. Yeah, back in the '80s, mm-hmm. there was a, a commercial. Was it for the Arizona Lotto?
0: I think it was the Arizona Tourism Board or something. Ah, uh,
1: okay, just just tourism. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> where well, they were explaining to people from not from the area about how wonderful Arizona is by uh, getting people's, what, their, their opinions, <laughs> uh, their takes on Arizona. Arizona, that's nothing but sand and local weed.
0: It was, it wasn't it uh, cowboys around a fire and one of them, like the cook is snoozing yeah. or something and he just pops mm-hmm. up? Yeah. That's my recollection. They ran, in, <laughs> they ran in LA, right?
1: Oh, did they? Is that where we heard them? We didn't I hear think, them in Arizona ourselves? I think you were hmm. here and I was there when they were mm. maybe so we were we were in the states yeah that makes more states. sense yeah, yeah yeah why would they advertise in Arizona for Arizona I mean, yeah. stuff yeah uh,
0: yeah pretty sure pretty sure because you were telling me about them and then
1: i finally uh, okay. i think i finally saw one while i was there
0: cuz they mm-hmm. blitzed
1: those ads for a while yeah 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 it was it was on a lot
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, because and who better to just sort of pop over to Arizona <laughs> than, you know, the millions of Angelinos?
1: Yeah, yeah. we we get tons of uh, ads for San Diego.
0: Ah, okay, then. Of mm-hmm. course. Just a hop, skip, so, and a jump down the yeah, I-8. Yeah, like five, six hours. Yeah. <laughs> scenic I-8, yep, which admittedly five, is more scenic than the 10.
1: Um, Everybody. It, it pretty much is, yeah. 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 Um anyway, so
0: <laughs> let's let's check in. I want to hear um how wh- your ready player 1 reading is going. Where are you at? Let's let's figure uh, out some theme music to that uh segment yeah. while we uh, can. Ready
1: player 1. <laughs> On our way. I yeah, I, I desperately need to finish. So as at the, as of this recording time, uh, this is opening weekend for Ready Player 1 the film mm-hmm. but I am in the midst of listening to the audiobook as narrated by Huil Huitan and I am in part 2 of 2 so um, so I'm more than halfway yeah. uh, just a little bit more than halfway in, in, and I like to about
0: where that comes from because I don't I don't know how many people understand where Huil Huitan comes from Pie tastes better with cool whip say whip whip I'll say cool whip cool whip cool whip cool whip, cool whip. Cool whip. Cool
1: whip. You know, I think you
0: should all be nicer to Will Wheaton. The way I treat my colleagues wait what? I said you ought to be nicer to Will Wheaton. You mean Will Wheaton? Yes, Will Wheaton. Why are you saying it like that? Well, I'm just saying you should be nicer to Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton seems like a nice guy. Say Wheat. Wheat. Now, say Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton.
1: Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton? Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton? Will Wheaton? Hey, did you hook up with Fruppy Goldberg on the show? All the time. Yeah. So, uh, are we still going on Ready Player One? Or? Yeah,
0: you haven't expressed we'll cut this part really. Out. <laughs> <laughs> We've tangented.
1: We did, and now we're back. Um, the uh, uh, Did you want me to explain where, where in the book I am, or, or anything? Just I mean, in general, uh, what I am I'm I'm curious I'm to it.
0: hear how you feel about it. Maybe. Uh, yeah, no, I like it a lot. No spoilers, uh, I, but
1: I I like it a lot. I am anxious to get back to it uh, <laughs> in my morning drive tomorrow morning. I really, <laughs> as I was telling you. Last week uh, I, I like all the references and the fact that I get mm, about ninety nine percent yeah at least of the references so there's a couple of music ones that I don't know for mm-hmm. sure, but uh, uh, you would get but um, yeah it's it's kind of fun right getting all this. I saw a thing on CBS Sunday morning this morning about it um, with Ernest Klein and how Steven Spielberg called him in numerous times to the <laughs> set to to uh, to consult to him. <laughs> no, no. As a consultant, because he really right. does know all those references. Well, yeah. And um, and then they the interviewer, I forget his name, uh, went to Ernie's house, and he pulled up Adventure on his uh, original Atari 2600 that he kept from when he was a kid, and he uh, showed him the the secret room with the guy's name, the the creator of Adventure's name.
0: I'm gonna get this freaking duck
1: away from me. <laughs> with the Adventure writers. Uh, Easter egg. It was like the the first Easter egg, perhaps. Right.
0: Yeah, I don't remember. It's in the dim recesses of memory corridors that I can't access anymore.
1: So, that yeah, that stuff is fun. I don't know that... I, I'm pretty sure we didn't find that room. <laughs> we didn't play Adventure enough, I don't think, no. to, to have found that. We played it a little bit, but...
0: Did we have it? Uh, I don't remember now.
1: Hmm. Do or I, we play I re-
0: it somewhere else with other people?
1: Yeah, maybe. I, I don't recall if we... Yeah, it might have been at somebody else's house, which I is mean, why we didn't explore every it. I know we played it in stores
0: it. a bit, because it was often a demo mm-hmm. for the for the 2600, but I don't think we actually had it.
1: No, I, I, I think you're right. Our,
0: our resources um, were so limited, it was pretty... <laughs> we were pretty careful about which games we, we bought.
1: Yeah. Um, I remember Pitfall. We had 53
0: pitfall. levels? Oh, we're going to be playing <laughs> this game forever.
1: Yeah, they were fr- playing pretty fast and loose with those levels <laughs> that they <laughs> hundreds of levels that they uh, it's got a different color <laughs>
0: yeah asteroids was um, and then reverse colors oh my goodness a black and white Ooh. egregious example of that yeah
1: so yeah pitfall was one we had i remember playing I know, that a lot
0: I see there's another one i don't remember having yeah we definitely I remember had friends that. had the activision titles and we rarely did
1: let's see we had asteroids for sure <laughs> that's the one i mm-hmm. know I guarantee we had We had um, Pac-Man, Asteroids. First. Oh, Pac-Man, yeah.
0: We never did ET. We had, um, nope. did we have Centipede? We might have had Centipede. Hmm. Some other weirdos. Oh, wow, there's a bunch of them, and uh, I blotted them from my memory.
1: Yeah, we got rid of that pretty, soon, one does. pretty, uh, pretty soon when we got our com- uh, Commodore 64. Yes. <laughs> uh,
0: even before that, we were way Probably. well and truly done by the time we got the Commodore. You know, <laughs> eh, let's just go to the arcade.
1: Yeah, is so there other clip of Pac-Man Fever? No, no,
0: okay, <laughs> <laughs> no, please. I have to listen to the show. But you enjoy it, yeah, enjoy yeah it very much. think the ride is a good one so far. Yeah,
1: so this is show twenty-one. Uh, as you As you pointed out, our show can legally drink. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but then I thought each episode isn't really a year of life. It's not equivalent. No, I suppose not. It's not fair. <laughs> one week. Yeah, <laughs> if if we did one show a year, this would be.
1: Yes, that would be, um, hmm, that'd be a long haul to keep an audience for that.
0: I mean, Dan Carlin and Hardcore History. Uh, <laughs> it seems like it's a Euro show. <laughs> but it's also, you know, a six-hour show. Is it that long? Wow, uh, the last uh, one was. It,
1: it, it pretty long. Woo. Uh, the, My goodness, uh, that's long. The,
0: when he was doing the Celts. Yeah. Um, he, that was, I think it was, it was six and a half or so. Wow. Yeah, insane. And uh, boy, that thing just sits the... At the top of one's queue for <laughs> mm-hmm. forever.
1: Yeah, I listened. I, I that was one of my first podcasts that I listened to years ago. Was hardcore history, mm-hmm. and it's it's fascinating. He does a great job. Yeah, but yeah, it gets um, tedious to sort of have to listen to it as a, right. as a um, series, like every week or whatever, whenever he was pr- putting them out yeah. uh, uh, regularly. Mm-hmm. And so I stopped. Yeah, I couldn't handle the pressure. It's
0: funny. It's weird. I. I knew Ernest Klein must have been a, a Rush fan uh, because he dealt with Twenty One Twelve, not with Moving Pictures as much. Hmm. I haven't got there yet. Then. Well, because there's a lot going on in, on the Moving Pictures cover, mm-hmm. so you could probably make some good trivia and puzzle fodder out of it. Mm-hmm. But uh, but hey, Twenty One Twelve, I guess. In theory, that's the other most well-known. It's album, an but... easy
1: one to remember. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: where are you in the whole?
1: I told you already. I'm in part two. Oh, okay. Don't you I pay attention? A... I don't remember
0: that. <laughs> I don't. I don't remember how many the parts are.
1: <laughs> part two of two. Ah. So therefore, uh, a little more than halfway.
0: Okay, good. Hey, you're mm-hmm. coming. It'll be there.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Flip those around. It's coming. You'll be there. <laughs> Are the Uh, passes indicating we should switch to a new topic?
1: (laughs) I guess. I don't know things to to say, everyone. Listening to the wind chimes and just the sounds of any town USA. Eh,
0: Lazy, (laughs) lingering
1: tones. (laughs) (laughs) What do you got? Well, we were.
0: it came up this morning. Uh, Hi, Chris. (laughs) His parents, uh, or his his dad specifically, likes to say, so-and-so is a perfect example of how you don't need to be a good singer to be a rock star and uh he inevitably inevitably brings up uh kurt cobain or neil young or both Mm -hmm. but i was and because i can't let an argument go i said neil young harmonized very well with crosby stills and nash Mm -hmm. you know of course who have very sweet voices (laughs) and even though neil has this nasally scratchy thing um you know he he slotted in perfectly well uh-huh. so he he can sing consistently and on pitch uh-huh. and kirk obin is the same so we i mean insert clips here oh man look at my life i'm a lot like you were throwing shadows. Bring your friends far to lose and to pretend she's overborn. A self assured and all and all, a dirty word. Hello, 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 hello,
1: hello, hello,
0: hello. So, you know, those guys are, um, They're just these are the days before auto tune was a thing. You couldn't, yeah, you know, you couldn't just slide the (laughs) the the tone into place. Right. Those those Cobain vocals are often doubled, Mm -hmm. even though he's kind of screaming. Which uh,
1: oh, it wasn't just chorus added. No, no, Mm
0: -hmm. no. Mm -hmm. He he, uh, Butch Vig had him, you know, double a lot of stuff, Mm. and sometimes more than that. So uh, yeah overdubs it's not just for tom schultz anymore <laughs> because yes those are crazy the 10 12 20 vocal tracks yeah um, but uh but yeah that's uh I, I he doesn't have a sweet voice yes which is what people generally mean when they say good singer but mm-hmm. um,
1: i say the nay i'm going to agree in that respect for, for <laughs> sure yeah um and people nowadays uh especially the last, what, 10 years for sure, mm-hmm. are, are becoming so commercialized by the business, finding the look of the, of the star that they want, and mm-hmm. then just fi- figuring, well, sound doesn't matter. We can fix it in post. Yeah. Um, we can auto-tune anything. We can yes. vocode anything.
0: But more than that, they're, s- they're sort of pushed to auto-tone, you know, to, to pitch correct, Yeah. to push it into place, because mm-hmm. that's the sound of contemporary mm-hmm. music. Yeah. Contemporary singing. Yeah. In it's unfortunate. Uh, here's the uh, here's the uh, perennial Nico Case story. Uh, Nico Case was cutting an album in Canada, I want to say, Montreal or New York, one of the two. And um, just, <laughs> she doesn't use autotune. She knows it's rare. And she asked the sound engineer, you know, who else he had recorded who did not use autotune as well. <laughs> he said, just you? And Nelly Furtado, <laughs> so she said that uh, that brought Nelly Furtado up a few notches in her eyes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, that's yeah, that's a pretty exclusive club. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yep, I mean there are more, but you know, some people will record themselves, and the, you know, there's a hundred thousand recording studios. Uh, mm-hmm. There's millions of recording studios now with well, yeah. <laughs> everyone's bedrooms. But um... here is case in
1: point: us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. So. Yep. But we do not use auto-tune, ladies,
1: gentlemen, and other. No, these are our actual voices.
0: In the pitch in which we recorded them. Yes. Um, The way we laid it down. If anything, we detune.
1: We We untune. Hey, these voices sound too good. (laughs)
0: We'll put a waiver on it. No, 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 you got a correction to make. Or is that why we're pausing so much? We're putting uh, it off? No, I, I'm pausing
1: to... because I'm distracted by being outside. <laughs> uh, perhaps all of you are also direct, distracted by being outside. For example, this airplane flying over my head. No. and it, Oh, I heard the sound again yesterday. Okay, correction corner.
0: It's a bitter end we've come down to The eye of the needle that we've got to get through start something new when the great correction
1: comes. hey uh, if you're just joining us ladies and gentlemen there's uh, <laughs> two dogs barking at each other across behind my uh my house and kitty corner to my house they're they're in neighboring yards
0: if you are just joining us how did you do
1: that <laughs> <laughs> uh oh yeah, yeah by the way I'm outside for for the first time. <laughs> uh, not, not for the first time, but for right. the first time recording outside. Sure. I've definitely been outside before.
0: <laughs> so, correction corner. <laughs>
1: yes. Back so, to it. Uh, back to the correction corner. Last week's show, I mentioned the car crash sound um, as kind of a trope uh, that we that we initially heard in 101 Dalmatians. We, you and I. Mm-hmm. And it turns out, as I was trying to find the recording, uh, it's not in the actual movie. Oh. The, the film didn't have that sound, but the book and record set that we had and listened to many, many, many more times than the actual film had the sound in it, right. which is strange, but I don't know. They were trimming it down to make, make it fit on a record. I suppose they just needed a car crash and of multiples that were in the, in the uh, scene in the movie.
0: Yeah, they often re-recorded bits, though, for some reason. Maybe because yeah. they, uh, it was e- easier to edit that way. They just inserted a sound effect. They didn't have to chop up mm-hmm. the original.
1: Yeah, didn't have to play back the film and, mm. uh, or put the whole film on, yes, on a reel. Yes, that uh, could be. Uh, editing machine. Could be, yeah. I so know, I feel so like a lot of the
0: dialogue... There was... Now I'm not sure anymore how much dialogue from the film there was on some of those records. Mm-hmm. Because it was a different actor uh, playing the the, the father... Or the oh the, the uh the father. Uh the man. Yeah. What was it what was the what was the lead human's name?
1: I can't remember. The songwriter, whatever yeah. his name was. Mm-hmm. Um I'll sur- insert his name here.
0: Roger. Roger. Very well.
1: I shall release Roger.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is a different thing. Um same with the, most of the other cast. Hmm. Yeah, so if, just if they just did ADR for
1: specifically for the book and record set. Yeah, they just re-recorded stuff. Wow, re-recorded that's, a, to, uh, that's even uh, more interesting. Hmm. Never thought about
0: it. Um, I mean, I remember thinking at the time it's different, but uh, mm-hmm. how much, uh, I don't know. It, it was narrated by Roly, which did not happen in the film. He's just a character. Mm-hmm. Um, so that could be part of it. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, maybe it was editing woes. They were like, yeah, we'll just have some <laughs> we'll just have some voiceover. <laughs> yeah. Well, I
1: mean it it made sense. That particular sound made sense because it sounded like Cruella de Filo was. It did. It does. You know, getting in the crash. Mm-hmm. That's it. I quit. I'm moving on.
0: What I was watching this week was uh, aliens. Okay. A- aliens has a lot going for it. It's got a lot of depth. You can rewatch and sort of get more things from it. Right. Uh Uh-huh. And the thing that we were watching for this week was the sort of transformation that Ripley goes through from tag along sort of, I scared tag along at that, right. Mm -hmm. To effective, competent leader so she and it's you can watch the transformation you know Mm -hmm. over the course of the film it's really great she just is out of her wits scared (laughs) yeah by her experience after she wakes up and gets revived and they you know she has to relive these memories and then she has of course the nightmares every day every night she first starts to overcome that fear when she agrees to go with the uh, the expedition, if you like the the, I don't know the marine <laughs> sojourn. I don't know how uh, mission. Yeah. To go to the colony.
1: The marine expeditionary force. Yeah,
0: and then the moment she meets Newt in the film, she starts to take over command of the group, and of course, yeah. you know the le- <laughs> the leadership is uh, compromised. The Lieutenant, you know, gets bashed in the head and he's knocked out, and Burke is just sort of at the sidelines, you know, not technically in charge, but, you know, he's the company man. Um, And then sort of he betrays them. Spoilers, everyone. (laughs) Uh, And she is the one calling him out. And then, um, you know, she takes full command at, at that time, like right after the confrontation with him. She takes full command of the group. So you can see her, you know, becoming more confident and effective, and you know, more of a leader, as she goes. Oh, I remember—it's the moment when they uh, go into the alien nest, if you like, for the first time. Mm-hmm. And everybody, yeah. that you know, half of them get killed, mm-hmm. and she uh, she just drives the vehicle straight into the smashing into the nest and rescues everyone.
1: Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's an interesting um, planned transformation.
0: I think so. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. I Agree. So well done, uh, writer and director.
0: It's a really good transition. It's one of, it's. It's got to be my favorite James Cameron script, more, more so than Terminator. And Terminator pretty good, but it's. Uh, hmm, I, I don't know. There's. I've got some issues with it. We won't. Yeah. Well, certainly. <laughs> we don't have to go into that here, but. It's...
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but of course, uh, great, um, great acting by Sigourney Weaver. Mm-hmm. Certainly.
0: Yeah, superb. Mm-hmm. She's really, really good, and she, is, excellent at being. <laughs> Both vulnerable and badass. Yeah, <laughs> at the same time. I don't know something. Uh, something about her character, um, not not <laughs> not Ripley, but uh, you know her personality as Ripley. Yeah, and and I think it's probably inherent in Sigourney Weaver as well.
1: I would. Yeah, I would think so. And she, she and her, her, and other stuff.
0: It's this Ghostbusters. She has that quality. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I miss seeing her um, just around. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the narration for I thought the narration she did for Planet Earth right
1: was it did she do the um, she did she do
0: the narration for the yeah, not, American yeah Planet version? Earth
1: 1 I believe she did yeah. okay yeah, yeah. We, we watched Planet Earth 2 and I can't remember who was it Liam Neeson Sir David um, Attenborough does it oh that's right yeah
0: it's not him but I I don't know I enjoyed both both styles mm-hmm. it's a little bit different sort of your f- feeling watching I think both both narrators yeah that's uh that was pretty cool if you have the time <laughs> i recommend <laughs> trying to watch both with different narration Ooh, Just that's interesting. Interesting.
1: um there's a new one called one strange rock but they're all basically the same idea the same premise huh. you know exploring the earth and the wonders on it um and above it uh this one it's narrated by will wheat <laughs> will wheaton <laughs> uh-huh. that's funny narrated by will smith it concentrates a little more on earth from space uh, at least the first episode mm-hmm. and it has astronauts uh, Chris Hadwick and uh, and a couple others but especially him he's he's in it's a, a
0: response to the weird flat earth
1: resurgence maybe <laughs> yeah, maybe <laughs> so that's another good one I, I like all those uh, all those shows blue planet mm-hmm. um, planet Earth planet earth yeah. 2, one strange rock recommend them all
0: uh, when uh, when we first got uh, high def TV. There was a show called uh, Sunrise Earth. Yep, yep, was, yep, yep. Um, Made specifically for 1080p televisions. <laughs> <laughs> it was just nothing but glorious sunrises um, around, uh, well, I know, maybe it was around the world. Certainly around the country.
1: Around North America for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Because so, I remember like there was a Bay of Fundy one and, uh, in yeah. Nova Scotia. Uh, uh, I think there was a uh, Yosemite
0: one. Um, yep. There's uh, maybe several Yeah, oh, there, different were, there were spots. Quite a few. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's just a glorious hour of nothing but real time watching the sun come up mm-hmm. or, um, you know, early part of the day. Maybe they did some sunsets. I don't remember. Um, uh, they, they hmm, did some, I don't they think did different so, times so. to, to mix it up. Yeah. Usually sunrise, but not, not literally sun in your face. Yeah,
1: like, it was good. It was a good, good show. Not something that you necessarily... Uh, need to sit down and watch, but weirdly it was compelling good for being that. But, it's but just, yeah,
0: it's just the sunrise in mm-hmm. a specific place, mm-hmm. and you. <laughs> I kind of wanted to just sit there and watch it. It was mm-hmm. just have some morning tea and watch the sunrise. <laughs> yeah, I'm done. <laughs> really weird, and I couldn't mm-hmm. see the literal sunrise, you know, very easily from where I was living. So I don't know. It felt like it, it was a little thorough, like.
1: Yeah, it, and it was hinted at um, as a thing in I remember Total Recall. They had like the wall, or it looked like a window yeah, of yeah. Um, some sort of uh, you know forest scene. Right, and then they touch it, and it becomes like the news. So it's just yes. a TV screen. Right. Um, so yeah, that's that's coming. I'm sure. I think Black oh, Mirror yeah, makes a lot of hay out of that
0: concept now. Who Wall O' Screen Black Mirror Black Mirror Diner Black Mirror the series Oh, Black Mirror Oh yeah. yes
1: yes Black Mirror Yes yes we watched one episode mm-hmm. so far,
0: and um, you've, you I were traumatized know, so badly. N- no, you canceled it was good. Your Netflix. Uh, yeah.
1: I didn't know that it was a sort of Twilight Zone esque. Mm-hmm. Um, every episode's different. Yeah. Series. I thought it was a series. You know, like um, uh, you know, just like a regular continuation mm. series of sci-fi stuff. Mm-hmm. So, um, until, so then, I found out about it from. Uh, somebody yeah. told me, "Oh, you got to see, but start with season two, episode one. Right. That's the that's that's a good place to start." I said, "Okay." So we did, and it was uh, it was good, but hmm. just haven't gotten back to it. We've Got a lot of stuff right. that were queued up. <laughs> um,
0: I have. Let's. Uh, we probably should wrap it up. Yep. Did we accomplish anything this show? No. Were, no. We, were we born? So we. So everybody, you can tell us, ladies and gentlemen. Can't expect them all to be gold. <laughs>
1: <laughs> or. Are they all gold spe- <laughs> specifically because of this fact?
0: It makes the uh, others uh, more gilded in comparison.
1: <laughs> well, it's been a very special half-outdoors uh, episode. I hope the, the <laughs> planes flying over and the dogs barking um, didn't, uh, didn't irritate too much. <laughs> yes. maybe, they, maybe they'll inspire you to uh, write us an email, um, which you can do at Bros. At it's just called two Wow.
0: So professional. Ooh. You can reach us on Twitter at IJC2B.
1: And you blog every day at MarcusHarwell.net. I
0: so do. Do a little bonus. Do a little bonus round.
1: The fade out and come back in?
0: Well, because her, that little, she's got her own language now. <laughs> yeah. yeah <laughs> it's really <that's> weird. True. <laughs> it's very discreet babbling.
1: Yes, it is. Uh, She brings a. um, Mm -hmm. She particularly does that when she has a book. Mm -hmm. She'll bring over a book and, like, turn the pages. She makes you hold the book. Yeah. And then uh, she turns the pages and says things. (laughs) Don't know what she's saying. Right. But we agree with her.
0: You're making flapping meat noises for no reason. (laughs) (laughs) She might as well do the same. I got this game figured out. Yeah. So,
1: yeah, so it's it's super cute.
0: Uh, it's, it reminded me of this, um, the reluctant seal, this baby seal that was, I don't know, was injured, I think, and was rescued and then healed, and they tried to get it to go back into the ocean, and it doesn't want to. So it's doing mm-hmm. all this...
1: <laughs>
0: complaining, yeah. flappy seal noises, that's what it
1: reminded me of. Ah, wait a second. Am I insulted now? Hey, how dare you? <laughs> yes. so- my baby compare my child to a sea mammal flappy seal noises